everyone. Welcome back to Quirks. My name is Ariana. I'm Lizzie. I'm Michelle. I'm Isabella. And today we're going to be talking about relationships. So this is our first time back in a really long time. So we thought that we'd survey some people and ask them what questions they had for us, um, what kind of advice they'd want. So we wanted to start out by talking about some good pickup lines or some conversation starters. Um, (laughs) I guess I'll get started. I see Lizzie's drinking water. So I'll get started. Um, I think a good conversation starter is, like, just inviting someone to hang out or, like, finding a potential, like, um, like, a, like a common interest and seeing what you guys might enjoy doing together. Anything, like, cheesy, I think, is really cute. Um, mm-hmm. Wholesome memes or posts, you just, like, send it to them, start a conversation. I think it's really easy to get a conversation going. What do you think, Lizzie? I also think it's pretty easy to get a conversation going, Um, especially when you're meeting new people. I honestly, the thing that I do is invite someone out to go places because I feel like uh, it's better to like go places instead of like sitting around at home or like in your office or something. And it's, it's a better conversation starter for like going out and talking about like what's out there. Like sometimes I would take like a couple of my new friends to like the new places on campus, like the new cafeteria that opened up or something. Yeah, I mean, I do recognize that we say this as extroverts. So I'm thinking from maybe like the introverted perspective, um, you could send something and then hope the other person might reciprocate or like take the lead on that. But I think like an initial any type of conversation starter, as long as you like put yourself out there and if they're also interested, then it should be pretty easy to like go from there. Okay, so um, one question we got was, some questions or information you'd want to know about a first date before you go. Yeah, okay. So I feel like it's really hard to tell what type of person you're going out with. But I think it's really good to just be straight up and know intentions right away. Because like you don't want to think about like one thing and then you're let down or you're in that position and you're like, well, I'm not really going to get much from this relationship. And then they're let down because, I don't know, I just feel like it's better to know intentions right away, get it over with, because you don't want to be, like, on the wrong page. Communication. That is key, honestly. Any relationship, romantic, not romantic, even family. But communication is great. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um, In general, something... (laughs) Sorry, I just got a weird message. In general, something I always think about is like, I mean, it might be jumping the gun, but like, does this person want kids or do they not want kids? Because if you already know that they don't want kids and you want kids, then immediately that's just like, a, that's going to be a, a gap there. Um, another thing is like, in terms of safety, you want to know where they're from. Mm-hmm. You don't know yeah, their address. Agree. Yeah. Um, you want to know where they're from, maybe, like, where they go to school, what they're, like, doing for work or studying, like, just some general things, especially, you know, knowing that kind of information can help you um, find them on their social media. Yeah, yeah, if you honestly can't find anything, like, on social media, you already know, like, that's 
that's not good just because it's like if you don't know mm-hmm. who they are like you don't know like how to trace them back like like I'm just saying if something happens because mm-hmm. like no matter what you have to be careful you have to know like at least where you're going oh, it's yeah. probably good if you're in like a public area first time you meet just because you don't know who you're going out with unless like you've like been friends with them for a long amount of time but sometimes you don't always know like you meet them in class you meet them I don't know at the store you meet them anywhere and you just you don't know who they are they don't know who you are but yeah right especially having I think a mutual connection or um yeah that could make you feel better like in terms of safety okay so the next question we had was how to get a girlfriend so this was from a male um and this is our like female perspective on this so lizzie you want to talk about this oh sure sure okay so first thing you gotta know to win a woman's heart (laughs) is probably well in like i think all girls are different in like their love language Mm -hmm. but i think to show that you like care and that you want to get to know her is probably the most effective way uh to like get to know or like first to become friends with them first of all you should probably become friends with your girlfriend or like your soon-to-be girlfriend before your, your girlfriend it's mm-hmm. like you jump into the relationship part it's kind of hard to like get lost in that and then you realize like oh I might not like her this way so it's better to become friends with them in general mm-hmm. and like like before when we talked about conversation starters and stuff like that and just gets to know them more and then if you start developing feelings for her you can probably start becoming a little more flirty and like flirting with her but also respecting her and her boundaries as well and not straight up asking her like oh like um is this okay and everything like that more like you should like talk and communicate with her mm-hmm. agreed Respecting boundaries is such an important thing i agree <laughs> right um i was thinking it's almost like it's what you attract so if you yourself are mature and you have, like, a good sense of humor, and you have, like, goals and passions, I think that is going to attract someone who also has that, and I'm assuming that that's what you want from someone, um, so I think that's how you get a girlfriend, um, probably, like, putting yourself out there, I think this goes back to what we said earlier, but, like, if someone also has a similar sentiment toward you, or at least generally likes you and, like, spending time with you or talking to you, then, it's not too hard to go from there. Like you already have a starting point. Um, and I feel like you can't really mess up something that's not meant to be. Yeah. I hope that made sense. Okay. Um, another question we got was what communication patterns are red flags or what are some of the earliest red flags in a potential relationship? Okay. So important. I think the biggest red flag is how fast are they moving? Mm-hmm. you meet this person especially like this is someone you're just barely getting to know like this is not someone you had a previous experience with like this is not your friend and they're right off the bat at acting like needy and like oh my god you're the one that is such a red flag like why I don't know you like that I've known you for like three days love bombing oh yeah oh yeah that definitely <laughs> That's, like, one form of it. It can get worse. Going off of love bombing, excessive gifts are kind of kind of a red flag, especially early on in the relationship. But it depends on their intention, to be honest. 
Yeah. I I think a red flag is if they're not like open to conversation or like especially for important topics. Like I've been in situations where like someone's mad at me and they won't tell me that they're mad at me and they just don't like they don't talk to me and I'm like, okay, no, like this needs to be worked out. Like I think that's red flag because it's like you need to talk about things and you can't just be mad and like ignore them. Like that to me is very childish. And also just like not paying attention to your significant other. It really bothers me. Like if you say one thing and they'll do the complete opposite. You're like, I really appreciate this. And they won't care or like bother to continue that. Or like, it's like they're not into the relationship. They say they are, you know. Sorry, mm, just speaking from experience. Wait, that made me think of a lot of things. Yeah, I think the part that Michelle said about like listening and being present, I feel like that's a big red flag. If they're always on their phone or if they're always like preoccupied, then that's probably someone you don't want to have a relationship with. Um, especially if at the beginning they're not giving you attention, what do you think is going to happen when they get busier and um, life happens? Um, someone that's not open about like their feelings about just like everyday things if they don't let you in I mean obviously you have to give people time because not everyone opens up as easily but if this is consistently a problem that's another thing and then if someone expresses any form of prejudice early on that's Mm -hmm. a no-no like immediately no no (laughs) there's not much room for that um like being closed-minded like if someone's like defensive and close you really can't work with um with a grain of salt because you know people can always grow and change but like these are some I think some big red flags I think prejudice is not something you can like really completely grow from at least at our age or it's Mm. very difficult to see that growth right I think okay age I think age plays an influence as well oh yeah Mm -hmm, I mean that's that also could be a red flag because if there's like a older person like a lot a lot older um yeah I just think that's definitely a red flag because it's like if it's like such a big age difference that where you're you could be like two completely different points in life that's like yeah I mean I guess you know like sometimes love is love yeah I agree with that but sometimes there's like a certain point where it's just not appropriate you know mm. um there's a power dynamic there mm, power that shouldn't be there yeah. in a relationship also I think if you take a look into how they um interact with other people or the relationships they have with their close friends whether they do have close friends whether they don't um if they're able to be um emotionally open with the people they care about uh, if they seem like a little more closed off like um how they prioritize or don't prioritize family and and etc just priorities looking at their priorities too yeah bouncing off of that are they able to have a life outside of you Mm. Ooh, that Mm. is very important it is very hard to just be that one person they rely on 
just because, you know, of course you want to be there for them, but sometimes you can't always, you're busy and it's, it's not okay to honestly, especially if you already put that on them. If they, if they tell you, I need you in my life, I have no one else. You're the only one, this and that. It's like, okay, well, things happen. And what if you're not together anymore? Like, it shouldn't be their fault or your fault, I guess, if you don't want to be with them anymore and they're alone. Like, it's right. just, it's really hard because you're just put in a weird position and you have to just, I don't know, you have to be there for them, but sometimes you can't. Right. So I think, like, early on, that's something you could you could see, like, assess how much attention they require, how much mm-hmm. um, they want. Like, do they seem like they might be a little needy? Do they seem like they don't want you to hover around them too much? Um, so I guess it's just, like, seeing where you guys align in that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good to basically just talk and learn about each other first. That's very mm. important. Take it slow. Yeah. Take it slow. Knowing your intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So another question was, how much of an effort do you have to make in the beginning of a relationship? And does that change over time? Should it? Okay. So I think um, you should make an effort. Um like throughout so like obviously if you're gonna commit to like oh we're gonna have a date night like this many times a week or this many times a month i'm so sorry lizzie has covid (laughs) i just had to say it it. okay we're in different houses do not worry we're not hanging out together Um, we're we're social distance oh my goodness sorry sorry sorry. okay um as you're saying there should be an equal amount of effort mm-hmm. um i mean if you guys are able at the time you know it's not always 50 50 but like you should generally feel that each of you have like a stake in the relationship um so you should both like try and plan dates or um make an effort to like hang out with each other so i don't think it should really change over time um but i think it should be flexible as well like if you're if you know that someone's busy Um, or the other person's like going through something like maybe you should compensate for that and like put in a little more effort to meet them where they are okay I think Lizzie is okay and ready to talk I'm ready to talk sorry (laughs) about that (laughs) okay so uh for how much effort you have to make in the beginning um I feel like uh you should make a lot of effort in the beginning this is just my personal preference just because you want to get to know the person more so you should put in that extra effort just to get to know them a little bit more. But then I think maybe usually what I go by is like after three or four months, I feel like you've gotten to know the person a little better. Um, so like you can talk less and still know that they're like there for you when you want them to be and have that communication where like, oh, like, oh, we should schedule certain things on certain days because like it's hard with our schedules, but we do want to still talk to each other and make that known, like you still want to like be in this relationship with them. And then um, I feel like after several years or so, you don't really need to uh, 
not make an effort, but more like you don't really need to be around each other all the time, but you should still make an effort to show that you make them feel, or show that you still care about them and you're still that like special person to them, is what I feel. And that's like going from like your passionate love stage to like your companion love stage, I feel, is what it was trying to say. And also... I don't know, this is unrelated, but it just came to mind. There's, like, a study on how, like, even if you tell someone you love them, like, over and over again, it doesn't actually lose meaning. So that's just a little fun piece of advice. Just keep saying it. Okay. Um, How often should you text, call, hang out, all those kinds of things? Um, Okay, well, so I personally... Um, I call and text every day, but that's just because I like to talk. <laughs> but I'm sure there's, like, plenty of other people who are, don't like communication that much. Or not communication, more like they don't like to talk too much. They kind of just like to be in the presence of their significant other. So I feel like um, either way, um, either way, I feel like you should still, like, put in the effort to talk or just be in the presence of someone that you're in a relationship with, in a relationship with, just to show that you care still about them. And then it probably also changes, like, as I said before, in the how, like, in the beginning of the relationship, how much effort do you put in? This kind of, like, goes into play with that. It's like, oh, how many times should I call? Like, at the beginning, like, oh, you should, like, call and text a lot because, like, you're getting to know each other. But, like, throughout the relationship, as you're, like, going from the passionate love stage to the companion love stage, if you're getting there, then you don't have to do that every day. You can do it, like, some few days of the week or so, but just to, like, let them know, like, oh, you're still doing fine every day with, like, a little text or something just to show that you, like, really care. But, yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, for sure. I completely agree. But for me, I think personally it does depend from person to person. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to, like, respect each other's time. So, like, oh, I know this person has a lot going on right now, and I don't want to distract them. I'm going to text them a little less. Like, maybe I'll send them an encouraging text, but not, like, bombard them with messages. Just, like, being considerate of each other's time. So, it it really just depends on, like, what's going on in each other's life, in each person's life, and how comfortable you are with, like, talking, if that makes sense. Like, like Lizzie said, like some people are just like happy being in each other's presence, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> effort needs to be made for sure. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And like, I feel like no matter like what point, like in your relationship you are, like, even though like you won't be texting as often, I feel like it's also okay not to text as often in the beginning because. The thing is, like, especially when you're first seeing someone, like, you don't really know how long it's going to last. Like, it can literally last a week and you don't even know. So then I feel like if you text them, like, 24-7 or at least hang out with them 24-7, I feel like texting is a little different. But if you, like, constantly see them, like, for literally, like, no breaks, I feel like it's not the best thing. I feel like maybe you could get, like, attached. Like, you know, it's not a bad thing, but I wouldn't. I personally wouldn't want to, like, constantly hang out with someone, like, every day because, you know, like, I want to spend time by myself, and which is, I'm pretty sure everyone feels that way, but I feel like it's good to also take that time in the beginning stages. 
Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I've always been a very, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm constantly, like, talking to people. I'm always, like, sending texts and, like, I like having someone on FaceTime just to have their, like, presence there. But as I've become, like, I've transitioned into my single stage, <laughs> I think I've found a lot of appreciation for just, like, doing my own thing and then, like, discussing that thing later with the person I'm dating like oh I happened to do this earlier today rather than like texting them every second first of all it makes the time that you spend together more um like valuable and I think you get a lot more out of knowing that you didn't do everything together um and then like it's just like finding your own independence right because you shouldn't all of a sudden um spend all your time with one person and neglect other relationships mm-hmm. etc mm-hmm. yeah. yes we are all so well spoken it's oh, like wow. we have experience yes. our credibility is we've all had <laughs> at least one failed relationship <laughs> <laughs> so. yeah okay um what do you guys think are the fundamentals of a healthy stable relationship god um I think setting boundaries up real early is so important Mm -hmm. because when you have those boundaries set up like right away, you know what lines not to cross, what you're comfortable with. And you early on get to see like, how much is this person going to respect me? And if you see that they are respecting you and your boundaries you set up and like you respecting them, obviously. um, I think that's a really good setup for a relationship personally because boundaries are very important to me um I think for me it would be communication I just really like to talk a lot (laughs) and like I also think it's like easier for me to say what I want and for them to tell me what they want mostly because like it's hard for me to tell what the person wants just by like looking at them I'm sure that's for like a lot of people but like um yeah I think communication is big because like with it you can like talk out like whatever troubles you're having and like if it's really not working then like you can just end it right there or you can like work through it and talk about it so yeah Mm -hmm. um I think generally you need like trust you need respect um for each other's time goals um like passions um if someone's like genuinely very authentic and like kind I feel like you can't go too wrong um and then like if you guys both have a commitment to making it work I feel like that's a pretty good foundation um but I I recently learned that trust (laughs) is a big one um and just like I think a lot of stability comes from having a healthy relationship. Um, so if you can establish trust from the beginning and um, like keep that throughout, then you'll be set. Yeah. Yes, I value listening. I don't know. I think that's just important because it's like you want to know what things going on in their life. And then if and especially if one person is just like talking and then you're not listening it's like okay then why are you really together like why are you, not to be like rude or anything but it's like why am I gonna waste my time if you're just sitting there 
and I'm just, you know, trying to do my best, mm-hmm. like trying to talk mm-hmm. and they're just, yeah. I think, yeah, that brings up a good point of like being seen by someone else. I feel like if you're truly like seen by someone, it means you're like respected and like I don't think you necessarily have to have the most things in common, but as long as you can appreciate what the other person cares about. Yeah. Um, and you like listen to them. That's yeah. And finish that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing we wanted to touch on was um, any general advice related to relationships or like some quotes or some like things that help us when we are trying to assess if we like someone or if we don't like someone or if we want to be in a relationship yeah oh i was gonna say that like um relationships are great but you really don't have to be in one to be happy Mm -hmm. like i feel like yeah we're talking a lot about relationships and how to get in one and how to be in a nice one but like you really don't have to be in a relationship to be happy like it's really nice to have but I feel that it's um, you can find it in other things. You can find it in friends. You can find it in family. Like love is something that's like not just like romantic. Yes, I agree with that. 100%. I feel like yes, I feel like it's just I don't know. Relationships are definitely very interesting because you get to know someone, and then sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. But in general, I feel like it's good to go in hopeful. I don't know. Even though your hopes may be crushed. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) even, um, Even though it may not be the best, I feel like you can always learn something from every relationship. Any type of relationship. So, like, it's okay if things don't work out, if you're not their boyfriend or girlfriend or even their friend. Like, you are going to learn something from that no matter what. Okay, I thought of a few things as we were all discussing. So I think there's that one phrase in Spanish that I think if I roughly translate it, um, it's better to be single than in bad company. And that is so Mm -hmm. true. Mm -hmm. If you are going to make more problems for yourself, if you're not going to put yourself first and like keep your independence and prioritize your happiness, then just don't do it. Like there's... Like Lizzie said, it's just not necessary. You can find a lot of fulfillment in other things and in other people. Um, And then another thing I picked up from Michelle was like, yeah, you can have fun. I think as long as you realize like someone not treating you properly has nothing to do with your worth. Like then I think (laughs) like you'll have a pretty positive outlook on dating. Like realizing that you... Like, the way someone treats you has nothing to do with how much you matter. Well, that, that became really deep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I think one thing you really need to consider, because we've been talking a lot about, like, hey, like, what can this other person do? Look at yourselves. Mm. Feel that trauma. Mm. Feel that trauma before <laughs> you go into anything. That's a good one. <laughs> because, like, you can hurt others, too. We can be the problem. Mm. Like, really? True. Mm. Even, unless I'm you're, snapping. like, casually dating. Honestly, if you're casually dating, this doesn't apply to you. But if you really want to go into a relationship thing, like, am I ready? Have I recovered from everything that has previously happened? Am I actually mature enough to do this right now? 
And I think that's really important. That's a good point. I think something we've learned recently is if someone is telling you, like, you have this kind of communication problem, or it's not cool that you do that, maybe you should listen to them. Maybe you should take some time to reflect. And they might not always be right, but you should at least um, give yourself that time to consider that you might have been the one in the wrong. Like, there's something you can improve upon. And if you do that, then it'll just make all the relationships going forward better. It's yeah. like a, a curve. But you always know? make sure they're not gaslighting you first. That's true. Because <laughs> oh, they can okay. still be the problem. Yeah. Just, everyone has flaws. It's a balance. It's true. Yeah. Everybody does have flaws. Things it's happen. Checks and balances. <laughs> yeah, balances. I think another thing to remember is that, like, every single person's relationship is unique to them. Like, what you see someone, if you see someone spending so much time with their significant other, someone else doesn't, someone talks to them all the time, someone has, like, a very jokey relationship, or the other one's, like, serious, like, everyone has a dynamic that works for them, and just because it doesn't, like, look like someone else, it doesn't mean it's wrong. But, obviously, you know, you should seek outside opinions if you're not happy. (laughs) Okay, is that it, girls? I (laughs) think so. Wow, okay. <laughs> so that's it for this. This is part one of our relationship uh, series. If anyone has any more um, topics they'd like us to cover, um, let us know. We have some in store for next time, such as how to break up with someone. <laughs> Tips for <laughs> getting a over a breakup. Yes, I have experience. Well. We also have some positive things to say. <laughs> how to know if a relationship is healthy for you. Um, I don't know how this got in there, but we're going to quote some toxic lines we've been told. That's I'm very excited for that one. Um, and then also, what are some things that make you feel heard or safe? Um, and so we'll be talking about that next time. So until then, stay quirky. Bye. 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 Bye.